Nick Reed. Tomorrow morning, we will be broadcasting live from none other than Scramblers, of course, because it is Friday, and that's where we have the Friday Road Show sponsored by our good friends at Affordable Towing. Love for you to come by. Doors open at 6 a.m. We'll just kind of hang out. It will, no, we will be there the following Friday as well. And then the, the Friday after that, we will not because we will be. Uh, doing the show in Mexico. Woo! That's right. The great escape, everyone. It feels real. I sent some voice work over to be processed. Ah, uh, yes. Ooh. Yes, indeed. Uh, how you know it's keep, official. Keep uh, getting messages from folks on our uh, great escape Facebook page, community page. People are like, oh, we're doing the countdown. I got the count. Only three more weeks. Two more weeks. It's coming up before you know it so those of you of course who are going to be going uh we, we have our gathering tonight what time is that is it it's at 5 30 okay, and 5 it's at th- post express off of republic road yeah i have all those details up at okay excellent and this is where uh, you come and we'll just go over things and uh if you have any questions of course uh, we are we're working with some different folks this time around so uh, oftentimes there are questions because things just operate a little bit differently. Uh, anytime you work with some new uh, a group of people or, or individual, uh, everyone operates a bit differently. And um, so if you've never been on one, it's all new to you and you definitely want to come along. But if you've gone on some of the past and and uh, just, again, um, working with the 417 Travel on this and and so a little bit different in that capacity. I definitely encourage you to come along, and, and there will be food uh, there as well. I think it was like around 13 bucks a person that or something. Right. Yeah, there's a couple different uh, options for you, buffet style. Uh, it, it's We've we've had one of these at Pasta Express in the past, and we've got a separate banquet room, and it's very accommodating. So we look forward to seeing you all there uh, tonight, those of you who, of course, are going on <clears throat> our great escape. There is a a story I want to talk about here, and it's just shameless again. The Associated Press, shameless. Headline, activists rally behind Missouri lawmaker cut off in debate. And this is the opening sentence of the AP uh, piece. Missouri faith leaders, activists, and elected officials on Wednesday decried the Republican-led House for shutting down a black lawmaker's speech and passing a bill that could strip power from the black woman elected as St. Louis prosecutor. Now we'll go into what this is about, but ultimately this is a renewed attempt by some on the state level to try and swoop in and save the people of St. Louis from be it the negligence or corruption or whatever it is that causes Kim Gardner to allow criminals 
there are instances where the prosecutors, there, there have been cases kicked because the prosecutor's office didn't even bother showing up for murder cases. Murder. The, the, the complete, again, whether it is negligent, it's failure, ultimately, to do the job of that office in a way that produces meaningful results for, by the way, the disproportionately black community. This is the thing that's so absolutely distasteful about outfits like the Associated Press painting this story as if it's just, here you go, white people again, just trying to stop a black woman from having power. The power that she has, she is giving to the criminals, and she has for several years. And the victims are disproportionately black. This is an effort to deliver justice to an underserved community that is black. That's the outrage. That's the story. But why, you know, the Associated Press, their goal, of course, Republicans are bad. Democrats are good. Who cares if black people are getting shot left and right? And the people who are supposed to be protecting them are the ones that are helping facilitate the release of the criminals. Who cares? They're just inner city blacks, after all. We have an opportunity to write a headline that makes Republicans look racist. It is so vile and so disgusting what the Democrat Party, along with help of the media, does to the black community in this country. And this is such an egregious example of it. Also, the FBI hitting another location that they think Joe Biden uh, may have stashed, hidden away, stolen documents. You know, for a guy that we're told, according to the narrative, has been so cooperative, uh, the FBI, they sure are having to do a lot of investigating and looking around. Uh, I suppose everyone's definition of cooperation is a bit different. But if to me, if I'm cooperating, that means I turn over everything to them so they don't really have to do much. Right? Like, hey, do you have any more dogs? Oh, yeah. But for whatever reason, they feel like they're not getting the full truth out of Biden. They feel like Biden, evidently, if you look at their actions, and his people are not being completely forthcoming when it comes to what stolen documents that he may have. But we're told that that's the difference, of course, between him and Trump. He's just been so absolutely accommodating. Jason Rima with the latest news update. The public will learn more next week about the cleanup going on at the old Kerr-McGee Wood Treatment Facility in Springfield. For about 100 years, Kerr-McGee and its predecessors used that property near High and Golden to treat railroad ties with creosote and other preservatives. Crews have been busy cleaning up contaminated soil and groundwater there since a spinoff company filed for bankruptcy in 2011. A Missouri man facing up to five life sentences in prison for allegedly keeping a woman locked in his basement. In October, a woman escaped from Timothy Hazlitt Jr.'s home while wearing a metal collar with a padlock. She told police in Excelsior Springs she was held in his basement for over a month. The victim said he would whip and beat her, but she managed to escape when he left to take his child to school. And Walmart is closing three tech hubs, asking hundreds of employees to relocate to keep their jobs. 
Those closures will affect staff working at locations in Austin, Texas, Carlsbad, California, and Portland, Oregon. The company is saying it hopes to relocate or allow remote work for employees affected by the closures. I'm Jason Rima, Springfield's Talk 1041. And the first alert forecast, cloudy temperatures falling to around 33 uh, sometime today. Tonight, mostly cloudy, down to 22. 42 tomorrow, 50 on Saturday. Sunday, sunny with a high of uh, 59, then into the 60s for the start of the week. Hey, what custom car care all of your car care needs? I was talking uh, off air, actually, earlier this morning about some of the stores that one goes to to find out for free what is wrong with their vehicle. Ryan actually talked about this recently. And it's like going to the doctor and because you have a headache and you want to know like what's going on. And they're like, oh, you have a headache. Well, I know that. That's why I'm here. I want you to tell me why I have a headache. Well, we can't tell you that, but hey, here's some aspirin you can buy. Uh, and it may temporarily get rid of the symptom, but it doesn't get to the root of the problem. That's the difference between uh, buying one of those little devices or going to a store that essentially gives them uh, a way to sell you a product. It may temporarily take care of the symptom, but that doesn't mean that it is diagnosing the actual source of the problem. And this is where A1 Custom Car Care comes into play. And uh, they've got, they've shown it to me before. I don't understand how it works. Technology that allows them to very quickly do these diagnoses, which because it works so quickly as well, that also saves you money because, you know, time is money whenever you have your, uh, your vehicle worked on. A1 Custom Car Care for all those check engine light or any other light that come on needs. Uh, all of their location info under Nick's endorsements. KSGF.com. There, there's a, a horrible Associated Press piece. And it once again illustrates that the activist within media can't even see the point of a story, a point of a, a situation, because they're so obsessed with race and pitting races against one another, creating divisions. And St. Louis is suffering from a problem that a lot of other cities are suffering from. And that is having prosecutors that allow criminals oftentimes just to go free. You had this uh, Fox, um, I think her first name was Kim as well in Chicago, that is notorious for this. And at one point... Not even charging gang members who are pub out in public, catching people in crossfire, potentially shooting at each other. Think about this. Shooting at one another, trying to kill one another. And she announced this was sometime last year. She wasn't going to chew or wasn't even going to charge these individuals because, well, they both voluntarily were shooting at one another. The situation in Michigan with this shooter. This is an individual that should have been in prison. Violated federal firearm laws. If the prosecutor had gone forth with that upon conviction, 
even once out of prison, would not legally have been able to own a firearm, but instead the left-wing prosecutor knocked it down to a misdemeanor, which would allow that same individual to own a firearm again, which, of course, he would get and then use to kill people. Congratulations. Job well done. Coincidentally, so many of these individuals, and Kim Gardner of St. Louis is an example of it, are funded by George Soros, who seems to have this appetite of destroying cities within the United States. And so what you have is, whether it is... speaking in terms of authority and jurisdiction proper or not, some in Jeff City, and this is not the first attempt, this has been attempted before, to fill that void, <clears throat> to try and and pass legislation that would allow them to come in and start providing justice to, let's be honest, the black community that is equal to the white community. Because Kim Gardner's not doing it. The Democrats are not doing it. They refuse to do it. The House last week passed legislation to allow Republican Governor Mike Parson to appoint a special prosecutor to handle violent crimes in areas with high homicide rates, such as St. Louis. The bill is part of the Republican push for anti-crime legislation this session. But, of course, the entire AP story is about evil white Republicans stopping black Democrats from speaking their mind. And for whatever reason, you have Missouri faith leaders, activists, and elected officials that are opposed to this because they evidently love the fact that black people are disproportionately impacted by these crimes, that black people are, in St. Louis specifically, disproportionately not provided justice by the system. For people who go on and on about a systemically racist law and order system, the area of it that really we do see, the systemic imbalance of justice applied in which the victims are disproportionately black, it is that the Democrats are the ones who are responsible for it, and they defend it. This is where the systemic racism is in play. Here's just to give you an idea. This is a story. This is just one story that ran um, summer of 2021. Five on your side. I think it's the NBC affiliate KSDK in St. Louis. This is Tina. Tina's not a sound star. All right. That's obviously the intro here. Did not get that edited out. Here we go. Judge has issued a scathing review of the St. Louis Circuit Attorney's Office, accusing it of abandoning its duties to prosecute. It's the result of a homicide investigation where prosecutors didn't do their jobs. And it's a five on your side exclusive. The I-team's Christine Byers got the victim's family response. Family members are still reduced to tears over the death of Randy Moore. (laughs) He's a family person. He loves his children very well. He loves all his family very well. Uh, How about his sisters? Oh, he loves his sisters. Moore was gunned down on Aldine Avenue in April 2020. 
St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner's office charged Brandon Campbell with murder in February of this year. The I-Team has learned over the next few months, prosecutors from Gardner's office failed to show up to at least three hearings on the case. Last week, Judge Jason Singenheiser dismissed the case against Campbell, laying the blame on Gardner's office. The court ruling backing that up, stating any resultant threat to public safety is the responsibility of the circuit attorney's office. Randy Moore's family is in shock. I don't know how they let an animal out on the streets. The crime victim's rights statute requires prosecutors to keep families informed. Moore's family says Gardner's office kept them in the dark. Has anyone been in touch with you to tell you at all? At all, no. No one. I only found out that he's out today by you guys. Why they're not doing their job? Well, it's so hard to pick up the phone call to let us know what was going on. Circuit Attorney Gardner declined our request for an interview in a statement saying corrective measures are needed to further prevent any future repeat occurrence of the incident in question. The statement also saying prosecutors have refiled murder charges against Campbell and that he's in custody. But St. Louis police tell us Campbell was released from the city jail on Friday. Just hours ago, Gardner's office confirmed he's still at large. So there has been another warrant issued for his arrest, but it starts the process all over again. All over again. Tell mistakes. me about that. Is refiling charges enough here? No, no that's all. stressful because he can go out of town. He can hide. Y'all have to find him. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like he's going to turn himself in. The I-Team found that about a third of cases the circuit attorney's office presents get dismissed, either by judges or its own prosecutors. When Kim Gardner took office in 2017, the dismissal rate was nearly 15 percent, according to the city's circuit court. Now it's more than doubled. For a family looking for justice, it's a record that turns their heartbreak into anger. Kim Gardner is a poor excuse for a prosecutor. It's, it's, it's not fair. I know she tried to give... Uh, uh, the black people chances, but on a murder, no, no. For the I team, Christine Byers, five on your side. After that aired, of course, she immediately called uh, the family. This is a story that I think it was from July or August, summer of 2021. It, this has been going on for some, these are not isolated incidents. There have been numerous stories focusing on St. Louis regarding this particular total failure of Kim Gardner. In that position, and ultimately the victims disproportionately are those in the black community. Yet when you have lawmakers step up as they as Republican lawmakers are trying to do, this is the upside down world we're in. The only party that appears to give a damn about the black community in this context is the Republican Party, and and they're they are uh, portrayed as racist because the prosecutor who isn't doing the job, is black. And the Republican governor is white. There's more of these stats. I mean, it goes on and on. There's a story, Fox News, and and I'll highlight just some of the bullet points here. There's no point in just reading article after article after article. But, you know, this is what has happened in St. Louis. And it once again, I... have have expressed that the people in St. Louis get what they deserve. Now, it's unfortunate because you do have victims like that family, and there are a tremendous amount of victims who watch the murderers of their family members, their loved ones, get let loose into the community. 
and it's one of the most dangerous areas in the state for a black person. And at some point, whether they're, in this case, Republicans apparently are the only uh, people who care about this in terms of uh, the political party that are trying to do something about it. And they get called racist for it. You know, you hear these people, what do we have to do to get it? What do we have to do? Stop electing people like Kim Gardner. Stop electing the same people over and over and over again. And when somebody comes to throw you a lifeline, when somebody comes to actually help and deliver justice, don't instead reject it and call them racist simply because they have an R next to their name. The American Transmissions Talk and Text Line 447-KSGF. The question, how do they get elected rich white liberals? And unfortunately... The, the black community has leaders that lead them straight to hell. I mean, again, this the, the headline of the AP story. Missouri faith leaders, activists, and elected officials on Wednesday decried the Republican-led House for shutting down a black lawmaker's speech and passing a bill that could strip power from the black woman elected as St. Louis prosecutor. So you have a combination of People who make their living off wreaking havoc in the lives of the average black person. Aligned with a media that hates Republicans so much they're willing to watch black people's lives destroyed in order to make political points. And if you are in St. Louis and you're in the black community and you see headlines like that or you read an opening of a story like that, Is it any wonder that you just continue to vote for Democrats over and over again, no matter how badly the results are? If the black community knew the truth, and what's unfortunate is uh, when they do oftentimes realize the truth, it's because someone in their family not only was murdered, but then they watch them set free by a George Soros-funded left-wing prosecutor. And that story that I played from uh, the summer of 2021, that family, that was an illustration of just that. There is a a plantation that exists. And no matter how bad life is on that plantation, the the mentality of the, the being slaves to this idea that you have to have allegiance to this one political party, no matter how bad the results are. No matter how bad they are. Even if murderers are set free. People who murder your family members. You still will vote for us. If you don't, then you're an Uncle Tom, as Clarence Thomas was just called by a Democrat lawmaker in Georgia. They make an example of them. Get in line. If not, I mean, look at, and it's not just the black community, people of any color. Look at the treatment Nikki Haley's getting from the left. I mean, some of the most racist, vile accusations and language. 
things that you never hear high profile conservatives or Republicans say about women or about people of color. People on the left say it all the time. And frankly, it's because they are the party of racism. They always have been. They masquerade it, you know, oftentimes in different ways. This is just another form of it. Whether it's slavery, physical slavery, segregation, their enforcement wing of the Democrat Party known as the KKK, or convincing the black community, you have to support us, and then upon doing so, deliver horrid results. Horrid results. And essentially threatening them with public shame if they don't continue to support them. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. Don Carricker, I want a great home loan.com. One of the things that is a characteristic, uh, I would say, about Don Carricker is that um, you know, he he's constantly caring about and active in the community. And, and he had wanted me to pass this along. Um, and uh, there was the, um, we attended a meeting with uh, approximately 15 other Missouri county committee chairs during Missouri Lincoln days. And one of the things they wanted to get the word out about is that Tuesday, February 21st, Jeff City, there's going to be a Pledge the Platform rally to lobby for closed primaries and against ranked choice voting, among other things. This would be a great uh, informational thing for a lot of you. I know when it comes to ranked choice voting, that's something that is generally not easy to, at first glance, comprehend. So the rally at the Capitol, uh, the purpose pledged the platform, closed primaries, a CMR for initiative, a petition, voluntary declaration of Republican for voter status, no population-based voting for county commission, or committees, rather. And it is Tuesday, February 21st, 9 to 12, meet at 9 a.m. the first floor, the main first floor rotunda, the formal Part of the rally starts at 940. Display tables and other conservative organizations uh, will be on display for individuals to visit. Blake plans to meet at the Capitol Rotunda 9 a.m. February 21st and return in time for the regularly scheduled Christian County uh, Republican Central Committee meeting at 7 p.m. Don has room for five others to carpool with him if you are interested in doing so. Uh, You can contact him, of course, his contact info at IWantAGreatHomeLoan.com. First alert forecast, cloudy, temperatures falling to 33 today, 22 overnight, sunny 42 tomorrow, 50 on Saturday and Sunday, 59. Some of the text messages coming in. Hey, it's Dewey. They had the, we're talking about St. Louis and the situation that the black community is in in St. Louis, the increased number of murderers uh, who have murdered black people who are just evading justice, the horrid job that Kim Gardner is doing there. And you have an attempt by Republican lawmakers to pass legislation that will allow this state to come in where justice is not being served to the black community and do just that. 
Democrats are against it. They portray it as white governor, white lawmakers trying to take power away from a black woman. Well, they'd like her to utilize her power. This is the problem. She doesn't use it for good. Dewey texted in, they had the death or they had a death penalty case thrown out in St. Louis because they didn't even show up. This is one of the many reasons why I got the hell out of the place. It is sad what my birthplace being St. Louis has become. Uh, another saying, I grew up in St. Louis. I finally left. That is a racist city times 10. Uh, when Michael Brown was legally shot, I was living in Florissant. Uh, that was the beginning of the end. I left in 2016, thank God. Another saying, don't think you meant you get what you deserve. Not sure anybody deserves this. Uh, maybe you get what you vote for. That's on my position that I, I'm, I'm tired of these so-called community leaders who are responsible for this. And these are individuals that oftentimes get elected by the community. And then they stand up every time the fruits of their labor are on full display and point the finger at other people who are actually trying to prevent these things from occurring. Um, and it, it's unfortunate because there are real victims. Oh, yes, you get what you vote for. That would be, it would be a more... Um, moral approach i suppose <laughs> as opposed to you get what you deserve uh the democrat party sells racism um as good now as it did 160 years ago still using the black population for political advantage it isn't going to change until the people who live in these communities chicago washington dc st louis Baltimore, Seattle, Los Angeles, until the community says, mm, we're going to put people in charge who have a different plan on running things. We are going to start doing something different. And I feel, here, here, this is the position a lot of Americans find themselves in. They almost feel a bit of guilt. Because as a country, we hear that all the time, as a country, when are we going to do something to stop this? As a country, we don't have, frankly, the power to stop it. The local communities do. And if they're not willing to, there's nothing we can do. You cannot help people who are not willing to help themselves. You cannot. It is like trying to help somebody who they live a certain lifestyle that is damaging. Whether it is a substance abuse issue or gambling or they're just really, really bad with money, which a lot of people are. It's not necessarily an addiction. Uh, they're just reckless and careless with money. And, you know, if you're a parent, maybe this is something you've dealt with. Or you have a friend or family member and you're, you're, you're constantly telling you, you, you see the, the, the damage they're doing to themselves and, and you tell them and they know what they're doing, but they just won't stop. You know you cannot fix them for them. Anyone who has ever tried 
to fix someone who isn't willing to actively change their behavior to fix themselves, never going to be able to do it. So when I hear leaders of a community like St. Louis or some community where they have you know, gun-free zones and then somebody gets killed, somebody who was let out on a felony gun charge, they were let off the hook as the shooter up at Michigan State University was, and the cries of what are how much longer are we going to deal with this uh, as a nation before we do something there's nothing i can do for you there's nothing we can do for you until you are willing to start helping yourself now once that happens then yeah we can help out there are a number of different ways that can happen But until that decision is made by the people who are doing this to themselves, and by that I mean putting the same people in charge who are causing these results, you don't need to feel bad. There's nothing you can do. Now, here's something someone did. KMOV reporting, a man shot and killed the person who tried to rob him at a gas station just north of downtown St. Louis Wednesday, police told News 4. St. Louis police said a man was shot and killed by the would-be robber victim at the Zoom gas station near the intersection of Tucker and O'Fallon just after 6 a.m. Wednesday during a press conference earlier in the day. Police say they were originally called to the scene for a carjacking. Both people involved had guns, but police say the deceased person is the suspect. They say he's a black man in his 20s who has not been identified. Police say the original robbery victim was a 48-year-old white man. Now, there's nothing in this story that indicates that they are even looking in this story. I don't know about any other stories that indicate the individual who was the victim of the attempted carjacking is going to face any charges, but he absolutely should not. And frankly, these this is the sort of thing that is one of the components that can change the culture in a community away from being a crime-ridden culture. You have to, one, you have to have people who enforce the law. St. Louis does not have that. When I say enforce, I'm talking about the order. You know, you get the law and order. Uh, I'm I'm not talking about the police officers on the street. I'm talking about the prosecutors who fail to do their job. That's what you, you've got to replace those people. That system has to be working. But you also have to allow people to defend themselves and have the attitude they have in Florida. You know, when the hurricane was coming and you had, I forget if it was DeSantis or one of the sheriffs down there is like, hey, anybody who's thinking about looting, Floridians, we have guns and we'll shoot and kill you. You notice there wasn't a whole lot of looting stories going on. I mean, of course, you're going to get some, particularly if they're abandoned stores. But in terms of people, it certainly wasn't New Orleans, was it? There was another Florida story recently post that. I mean, it was just a few weeks ago and it was a sheriff. And I, I think it because of a home invasion case and sending a warning. Listen, this is Florida. We will shoot you. There's a a telling quote from a citizen at the end of this KMOV story who um, Jamie Faulkner is the name. This individual is upset at just the state of affairs in St. Louis, the St. Louis area when it comes to crime and saying, when are we going to get some help out here? You making citizens and people defend themselves. Unfortunately, that's what what uh, comes about. Listen, law enforcement is not. 
designed to prevent crimes from happening. That, that, that's not what they do. They show up when a crime occurs. But this attitude is part of the problem we've been lulled into that it is the job. I should not have to worry about taking care of myself uh, whatsoever. That is the job of government. You cannot have that attitude. You have that attitude. You make yourself a prime target for the criminal. The actions that can be taken in a community in order to diminish the likelihood of crime is to have a law and order system that's actually working and that's not pro-criminal, but instead pro-victim. And instill in people the understanding that you need to take precautions for yourself. And by the way, when you have to do it, you're going to be fully supported. You use legal force to protect your life. Good on you. You do that for a period of time and you begin to see things change. And St. Louis is like so many blue communities that take the opposite approach and you see what you get. Coming up, um, there is a proposal amongst Republicans in the House of Representatives to extend your tax cuts that were implemented during the Trump administration, the tax cuts that led to the largest economic boom on record, that led to record amounts of revenue coming in that more than not only did they quote pay for themselves but 40 percent more revenue more tax revenue came in than beforehand so all the talk about trump's tax cuts causing the deficit it did the opposite a lot of people don't realize those go away your taxes are gonna go up if this isn't taken care of now there is a group of republicans that are not supporting this legislation in its current form. But it's a real gray area for a lot of people because it, it has to do with the um, ability to deduct state and local taxes paid from your federal taxes. Now, this is one area that Democrats really, really love. This is the one area that Democrats push for tax cuts. Now, it's tax cut. they are tax cuts that benefit millionaires and billionaires, not the average person, which, of course, once again, is the world upside down, because if you listen to the media and the Democrats, it's the Republicans that are constantly pushing to give tax cuts to the richest one percent. But it's Democrats in this case, along with enough Republicans that it may disrupt this legislation. So I want to explain it coming up, because it's the sort of thing just in a in a standard news story oftentimes is not explained and it's important for you to understand that next i'm nick Reed. house republicans lack unanimous support for legislation to extend your tax cuts that president trump signed into law because a chunk of gop lawmakers are objecting to a key provision that limits state and local tax deductions this is known as salt state and local tax deductions when you do your taxes Federal taxes. You may, of course, some of you, uh, I suppose, have 
somebody do it for you, but some of you uh, use tax software and, and it asks you, you know, the taxes you paid on the state level, the local, did you pay property taxes? And, and there are these, this can work into diminishing the amount that you owe on your federal taxes. And that is referred to as, as the, the SALT deduction, state and local tax. On Monday, Representative Vern Buchanan, a Republican of Florida, and 72 of his colleagues introduced a bill that would make permanent nearly two dozen tax provisions that were part of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act and are set to sunset after 2025. But the Washington Examiner learned uh, on Tuesday that some GOP lawmakers are objecting to the legislation as currently written because it extends a cap on state and local tax deductions. The $10,000 cap on deductions for state and local taxes paid has been a contentious topic amongst both Democrats and some Republicans in high-tax states. It was included by Republicans in the Trump tax overhaul as a way to offset the revenues lost from other tax cuts in the bill. The deductions largely benefit wealthy people in high-tax Democrat states. But there are a swath of Republicans who say they will not vote for a bill that includes extending that cap. Uh, The SALT Caucus is a group of Democratic and some Republican lawmakers who have banded together during the last Congress and the new one to fight for the SALT cap to be raised or eliminated altogether. And um, I want to say at one point it was at 200,000, but again, there's some that want it eliminated altogether. So you've got conflicting approaches on this. Uh, The reason that Democrats want that lifted is because they are in states that have much higher taxes, right? And they have a lot of really rich people that want to be able to offset that by not having to pay as much as in in federal taxes. And so Democrats want to deliver that to their wealthy constituents. And you have some Republicans, of course, who happen to be in those states as well, and, and they want to be able to do the same thing. They also... For Republicans, anyhow, their approach often is, well, anytime we can give people a break on their taxes, we should in whatever capacity. I'm opposed to this. And the reason I'm opposed to it is because the way I look at it is if you are in a red state that votes for people that have lower, that that keep your taxes lower in your state, why should we have to subsidize taxpayers in states like New Jersey and California? When it comes to federal taxes, because that's what's happening. So you and I, if, if we, we make a certain amount of money a year, $100,000, and then in a state like New Jersey, you have somebody that makes $100,000, because they have to pay higher state taxes because of the the politicians that they support when it comes to federal taxes even though they have the same revenue that you do the same income they don't have to pay as much in federal taxes well i don't think that we should have to subsidize that i don't think that they should get off the hook whenever they choose to vote for people that have high taxes in their states i understand the position that some republicans take again that well we should try to give people the ability to keep more of their own money at any chance they can. 
But at some point, I think you also must be responsible for the decisions that you make and not put other people on the hook who have made wiser decisions. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. Hamilton coming to 180K February 22nd through March 5th. Go to KSGF.com for more details and register for your chance to win tickets. News in 60 seconds.